Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to the Saturday Story Club. This week, it's Perseus and Medusa. Perseus was the son of Zeus, the thunder god, king of the immortals, and Danae, a beautiful mortal woman. This meant he was a demigod and had some serious skills. Lucky Perseus. Now, Perseus lived with his mum on the island of Seriphos. The ruler of the island was King Polydectes, and he had a soft spot for Danae, Perseus's mother. He wanted to make her his queen, but King Polydectes knew he had no chance of stealing Danae away while her son was there to protect her. So, he came up with a cunning plan to get rid of Perseus, hopefully for good. King Polydectes announced he was holding a great banquet, the likes of which the island of Seraphos had never seen. He asked each of his subjects to attend the feast and to bring him a gift to show their love and loyalty to him. Perseus scratched his head. He had absolutely no idea what to bring, and he was a poor lad, so he couldn't afford to buy anything fancy. He decided to ask the king what he wanted. I will bring you anything, your highness, the young man cried. Anything you choose to name will be yours. Anything, hey, said King Polydectes, and he smiled cunningly. Hmm, let me think. The king pretended to think long and hard, before sighing loudly and shaking his head. No, you couldn't possibly get that for me. You're just a boy. Perseus bristled at this, as Polydectes knew he would. Uh, With respect, your kingliness, I might be young, but I'm as strong as an ox and as brave as a lion. Are you really? asked Polydectes. Really, replied Perseus, striking what he thought was a confident and manly pose. Well, well, said the king, stroking his pointed beard in a mock thoughtful way. What I would really, really like, dear Perseus, is the head of Medusa. Medusa? asked Perseus, puzzled. What's a Medusa? The question, dear boy, said Polydectes silkily, is not what is Medusa, but who is Medusa? She is a gorgon, a monster with snakes instead of hair, whose gaze turns anyone who looks at her to stone. Oh, said Perseus, feeling slightly deflated. Right, and you want her head, do you? The the head with the snakes on it? Yes, please, replied the king, if you can manage it. And with a wave of his hand, he dismissed young Perseus, who bowed and walked slowly away. On the shore of the island, Perseus sat glumly on the sand, staring out at the sea. How on earth was he, a normal teenage boy, going to find this Medusa and cut her head off? especially if looking at her turned you to stone, it seemed impossible. Suddenly, Perseus became aware of the fact that he wasn't alone. A young boy was standing beside him, gazing at him with a mischievous look in his blazing blue eyes. There was a golden warmth which radiated from him, 
and made him seem somehow more than human. Hello, Perseus, the boy said. Looking a bit gloomy, aren't you? Tell you what, have these winged sandals. They should come in useful when trying to find the Medusa. And out of the very air around him, a pair of gold sandals with tiny fluttering wings appeared on Perseus's feet. He stared down in astonishment and was about to thank the young man when he realised that he had vanished. There wasn't even a footprint on the sand as evidence he had been there at all. Perseus gazed at his new shoes in wonder. Can they really help me fly, he thought, and he gently shook his feet, feeling a lightness as the white feathers fluttered in the breeze. Before he could stand up and try them out properly, however, someone else was standing at his shoulder. This time, it was a young woman. Tall and strong, but with a kind smile, she handed him a shining silver shield. Perseus gasped and jumped to his feet. For me? He asked, filled with wonder for the second time in five minutes. Who are you? The woman smiled and stretched out a hand. I am Athena, goddess of wisdom and daughter of almighty Zeus. I am also your half-sister. Perseus gaped. You're a goddess, he whispered. Wow, and the boy you was here before? Hermes, our messenger god, Athena confirmed. We believe you are capable of great things, young Perseus. Your mission to find Medusa and bring back her head is only the start of your adventures. But listen carefully. Medusa is clever and dangerous. Use your winged sandals not only as a means of reaching her island at the end of the world, but also as a weapon against her. They will make you fleet of foot, and this could make all the difference. Secondly, use this shield wisely. It will save your life. Do not, under any circumstances, look directly at Medusa, or it will be all over for you. Not even Almighty Zeus has the power to bring back those who have moved into the shade of death and passed to the underworld. Remember this. And before Perseus could reply, Athena had shimmered away into the air as if she had never been there at all. Who's he? Who? Him. Smooth. Sexy. So strong. Girls, please shush, Medusa hissed, and the snakes on her head fell into a sulky silence. Just trying to assist, one muttered under her breath. That's enough, the gorgon snapped. It's difficult enough to date when you've got snakes for hair, without said snakes holding a running commentary every time I meet someone new. Zip it. Hiss her hair replied, and each snake sank onto her scalp, ruining the voluminous curls look Medusa had spent all morning trying to coax out of them. Ah, she sighed. Here goes. Can I help you? she cried in the direction of the tall, strong young man in winged sandals who had just landed on her island. But before she could say anything else, a sharp silver sword swiped through the air and the sunlight bounced off an enormous silver shield, blinding Medusa in an instant. Perseus is my name. Killing Gorgons is my game. I was challenged to this dare. It will bring me great fame. With my sword and my shield, I'll be tricky to beat. I'm sponsored by the gods with winged sandals on my feet. Perseus, 
the snakes hissed, showing their pointed fangs. Medusa felt the old rage descend upon her, like a storm cloud suddenly gathering in a blue sky. So, he was just another hero, just another guy trying to use her to advance his own career. She would show him. Yes, I am Medusa and I will make you quake. On my monstrous head, every hair is a snake. A gorgon they made me, I'm doomed to be alone. And if you dare to look at me, I will turn you to stone. Wow, the young man replied. It's really true, you do have snakes instead of hair. (gasps) Talk about a bad hair day. (laughs) And he sniggered loudly. Medusa glared at him, her eyes narrowed with fury. The power of her gaze cut through the air like lasers, directed straight at Perseus. She was determined to destroy him. But the young man had clearly come prepared. He was refusing to look directly at her. Instead, he was staring at her reflection in his shield. Look at me when I'm talking to you! She hissed, it's rude to avoid my gaze. And the snake stirred on her scalp, sensing the trick. Oh no, the young man replied, shaking his head firmly. I know your game and you can't fool me. I'm Perseus, a demigod and son of the almighty Zeus. So eat that. Show off. The snakes hissed, rising sinuously into a snaky halo above Medusa's head. Perseus stared as the snakes moved from side to side, performing a hypnotic dance, their black eyes glinting like granite. Those snakes, Perseus muttered. You really are ugly, Medusa. Ugly? cried the gorgon, and she threw her hands in the air with a shriek of bitter laughter. <laughs> My two sisters and I were the most beautiful maidens in all of Greece. But our beauty was our curse. The sea god Poseidon caught sight of us one day, and he was determined to make us his. Yes, Poseidon, brother of your beloved father Zeus. But there was one problem with Poseidon's request. We didn't want a man. We were perfectly happy as ourselves with our independence. So what did Poseidon do? He got revenge. He turned us into these monsters you see before you, all because we would not submit to his demands. But I ask you this, Perseus, demigod, son of almighty Zeus, who is the real monster? There was a long silence. Look, the young man said awkwardly, I feel bad for you, but you really can't go around insulting the gods. It's just not done. Not done? After what they've done to me, forcing me to live here at the end of the world, isolated from everyone and so hideous I cannot look at myself, I mustn't insult them? Fool! And she moved swiftly towards him, trying to jolt him into dropping the shield or accidentally shifting his gaze so he looked directly in her face. But Perseus was ready. As Medusa advanced, they performed a strange sort of waltz, with Perseus occasionally fluttering away from the gorgon on his winged sandals whenever her snakes lunged viciously towards him. But he always, always made sure he only looked at her through the reflection of the mirrored shield. Meeting her eyes would be fatal. The snakes on Medusa's head were now fully extended, their diamond-shaped heads thrust aggressively towards Perseus, their mouths open, fangs bared. Suddenly, Perseus leapt forward, and with one smooth swipe, his silver sword cut through Medusa's neck, and her head rolled to the floor. 
The infuriated snakes hissed and spat, writhing and wriggling in their last throes of life until they fell, limp, onto the dusty ground. Sorry about that, Medusa, Perseus said, picking up her severed head by its snaky hair. But what King Polydectes wants, he gets. And before Medusa's sisters could arrive, the young hero had taken off once more, his winged sandals propelling him through the blue sky, back to his mother and to the king, to tell them of his victory. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Saturday for King Arthur and the Sword of Excalibur. See you next time. (laughs) 